This episode of Hotep's Been Told You is brought to you by Soul Deep Socks. Soul Deep Socks offer high-quality, soft footwear for men and women. Choose from over two different styles and designs. Be quick, because they never restock their socks. Once they're sold, they're gone. If you want to make sure you're not behind on the latest styles, join their Soul Club memberships, where you'll get two pairs of socks delivered to your doorstep every month. Use promo code HBTY at checkout for 10% off your order. Soul Deep Socks. Two, one, boom. Hotep Jesus. How are you, sir? <laughs> I need that drop, 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 drop. Hotep Jesus, you need to admit that. Stop being racist. <laughs> New episodes every Thursday night. Hotep's been told you. We live, we live, we live, we live. Hold on, wait, wait, hold up. Nope. <laughs> all right, I got you. Do that all over again. Oh, okay. Yo, what's good, people? This is Uncle Hotep. Hotep Jesus, episode 77 of Hotep's Been Told You, the hottest podcast in the streets. Hotep, oh, yeah. what's going on with you? You got me now? Yeah, you good. My bad, y'all. I, okay. Me and Uncle Hotep was in the green room just chopping it up about some of the events that happened this week. And I forgot to connect his uh, cam, cam, put his camera on the screen because <laughs> uh, this new software... But yeah, man, I don't know, man. Life is good. Motherfuckers on the internet wilding again. <laughs> Here we are on another man's internet, on another man's <laughs> website, doing another stream. Yeah. You, you get a, are you Christmas shopping? You do you you buy Christmas gifts for your, for your children? Uh Ah, uh, yeah, no, not really. <laughs> I mean, my kids got everything. You know what I mean? Like, I went to the store the other day with the Star Wars game, and my son was like, oh, they got Modern Warfare. And I'm like, nigga, I've been told you we should get Modern Warfare. You said nah. So I got the Modern Warfare. I said, don't ask me for nothing for Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's your gift right there. <laughs> Yo, I'm thinking about getting Nintendo Switch. You know what I mean? Um, it's a good cop. It's a good cop. We got it. Oh, yeah? Yeah, we got that for him last year. That's why I said we got got the Xbox, got the PlayStation, got the Switch. <laughs> the Switch is what you need. The Switch is dope. They're going to love the, the girl's going to love the Switch. Okay. Yeah, that's, that's what I think I'm going I'm to uh, end up doing. You know what I mean? But I don't know. I still got a little stuff to go. I haven't done. I'm on vacation, so I haven't really done nothing this week. So I'm just like, <laughs> Are you been chilling? Yeah, I've been chilling. Man. How was your trip to DC? Oh yeah, that's right. Man. I forgot all about it, man. Listen, went down to DC, man, and uh, you know I just had had some burn some time. You know, I had to use my vacation to do something. Shoot, and the girl wanted to do something. I was like, man, let's go down to DC. You know, what I mean, uh, we went down to the um, the National Mall. 
I walked down to the Vietnam um, Memorial. I wanted to see that. Then we walked to the African American drawing, the, the Shine Museum, <laughs> the, you know, the, the house Obama built. And <laughs> I wanted to see, because, you know, I wanted, you know, she was like, man, you're just running through here. Because I, I went in there with Pacific. I wanted to see, I was like, they don't really have a slave man's whipping in, in the African American. <laughs> <laughs> right? I was like, I got to take a picture of the slave whip. Damn, damn sure that whip is right in there, right? <laughs> I was like, they got the um, the white man's tool to whoop your black ass in the museum. Oh my god! <laughs> Which I find astonishing. Um, you know, but there were some nice exhibits in there. They had a nice, you know, that had music well covered, the athletes well covered. Um, ben had a nice, um, a nice uh, display. It was pretty big, comparably to everybody. Uh, Marcus Garvey had like a paragraph, which <laughs> I was like, come on. I was looking for Garvey because then I was like, man, where Garvey at? Where Garvey at? And I looked down. I was like, <laughs> <laughs> they put him down on the floor. Yeah, down on the floor. And I'm like, oh man, that's that's crazy. Um, so they do the whole taps, dog. That's what they see. That's what I, <laughs> you know, I just thought like. You know, there's some good stuff in there, but when you go downstairs, they got the basement thing. Yeah. And that's all slavery and, and civil rights. And, you know, <laughs> white is locked in the dungeon. <laughs> yeah, you got to walk your way up. That It's crazy, man. I'm like, you know, if I would, I just hate that, you know, the African American experience has, is so closely tied to um, the oppression porn and things like that nature. Um, you know, I know it's part of our history, but it's not all of it. Yeah. And to me, if you look, if you walk through there, you would say that was the major, the biggest part of our history. When I think it shouldn't be, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it was just too much on that. I think it, I, I want to open up a theme park, yeah. a slavery theme park, <laughs> <laughs> and let niggas run away from the white man and they dog. Say. <laughs> <laughs> And they have another one where they got to swim across the river to escape. <laughs> and they love slavery so much. We might as well give them what they want, charge them a fee. You know, we can even have little rides and shit. You get on the ride and, you know, like the luge. And it rides past a white man and go, nigga. <laughs> Matter of fact, they got the poster to Birth of a Nation in there. Where? Yeah, swear to God. Uh, I, don't I don't get it. If this was a movie about, you know, the Klan coming out and saying, you know, that they, they got to protect the white men, white people, white folks from the Negro menace. Why is that in your museum? I've seen something, but see, I've seen, <laughs> there's this black, um, I haven't, I haven't watched that whole movie, but um, there's this black conservative who said that's one of the greatest movies of all time. <laughs> Them your peoples. <laughs> you got me into this shit. You gonna get me out? <laughs> yeah. So I thought that was kind of strange for that to be in there. You know but, why uh, that's in there, <laughs> right? You know, if I had a, it, you know, if you're, if you're, um, if you're, uh, what was your your end goal is to keep the oppression poor going, you know, 
in a black community, it it did it well. Yeah, that's the goal of it. Yeah, but uh, you know, it's a nice museum. I wouldn't go out my way to go go see it, but if you're in the area, I would go check it out. It's free, you know what I'm saying. Yeah, of course it's free. Niggas never get shit. <laughs> <laughs> they want that shit. They want you to come through there and see that dumb shit. That shit's sad, dog. I, that's one place I'll never set foot in. You'll never see me walk in that museum. Ever. They could they could put a monument, a hotel Jesus inside. I still wouldn't go in there. We're going to have to do the ribbon cutting outside. I'm not going in. I can't. I can't support that. They got well, Garvey they on the floor. Listen, they got a. Vir- they had a virtual uh, display of black people doing the stepping, the step show. <laughs> and there was they have this bench, and there was a whole group of Asians. <laughs> they was like, oh, no. uh, <laughs> I swear, man, I was just like. <laughs> It's weird because you know, I mean, if, uh, there was a lot of black people that were going there, but there was a lot of uh, like white folks that was walking through there, yeah. you know. And then you go downstairs to, with the slave party; it was quiet. Like upstairs, everybody was talking, yelling, walking. You know, you know how black folks is. Yeah. You go downstairs, quiet as a church mouth. They was like, "Oh, this is where the white people." Then they got what's crazy is. Um, they got the coffin uh, where Emmett Teal is, was in. Uh, um, no pictures. You can't take no, take no pictures. Mm-hmm. But I went to go see it. She was like, you want to go see it? I was like, all right, let's walk down there. Yeah. The line, I was like, man, I'm not waiting in line to go see it. That's how they got us, man. Waiting in line to go see Emmett Till's coffin? Yeah. Like you at the wake. <laughs> <laughs> You know that's but that's what they want. They want to brainwash you into, you know, this is this is what they put us through. You know, I mean, that's the heavy emphasis of, you know, this is what we went through in America. I can't put myself through that no more. I put myself through too much black porn trauma in my thirty some odd years of life, and I can't do it no more. Yeah. I can't do it no more. I think that's really what led to this. This is the stuff that leads to that that MAGA bus beating. Oh, that, that, yeah. That, that did, did we ever get any context around that video? All I saw was he wore, uh, uh, he was a Trump supporter and they they hopped off. I haven't heard anything else. You know, he was hospitalized. I don't know how bad he was hospitalized. That the one girl was going off on him. You know, and I was trying to tell you all, like, people like, like, that's crazy. But, you know, the, the people that are blamed to that is the media. The media has demonized Trump so bad that, you know, I don't wear, like, I don't wear a Trump hat. I don't want no static. So why would you even, you know what I'm saying? That's why, like, it, it depends where I'm going. But, like, if I'm in, a, like, a, like, a liberal town, I'm not, like, I'm like, no, nah, I'm not I'm not wearing this out. You know what I'm saying? You know, I used to, but I'm not anymore because I don't want to, like, I ain't, I ain't trying to punch nobody in the face, man. Yeah, you end up in jail over a hat, like right. You know what I mean? You can't like for y'all to put your kids in, in into it and shit like that. And him, yeah. to, like you're almost daring that shit to happen. You know what I'm saying? It's like it's it's whack, man. Now everybody went is going crazy about that. Like it's like um, this is black crime. This is diversity. This is that's their big thing. Oh, this is diversity and shit like that. Remember, listen, I remember, I remember, I told you I grew up in a mostly white neighborhood. 
You think the white kids was easy on me? Nigga, <laughs> 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 we was fighting fucking daily. Fighting fucking daily. Nigga. They refused to believe it. Oh, oh, they were, they were messed up too. They they act like they wasn't like that. They they really try to play off like, no, we was we was all right. We just we leave them black folks alone. We ain't we don't mess with them like shit. <laughs> oh no. I remember when I moved from Newark, I moved from Newark to the Burbs and I moved in the summer. And uh we uh so I had to go to summer camp and that was through the YMCA. And I remember the white boys trying to drown me, dog. <laughs> <laughs> they try. They literally like was smashing me consistently, and like were pushing me under, like fucking with me like that. To where I was like, like I was definitely alone. You feel what I'm saying? Right. Like it wasn't like I could swim to another part of the pool where I'd be safe or have some friends. Now I was the new kid, and everybody was fucking with me. <laughs> then I remember walking in the third grade, and they was like, "Look, it's ET." I was like, "Oh shit." <laughs> then the end bomb started dropping. <laughs> so then I, I did get one friend. I never forget his name, Mike. And um, he was my best friend, but he was the kid that picked his nose and ate his boogers. <laughs> so I used to fight all of Mike's fights. You know what I mean? Like you fucking with Mike, fucking, we just gonna be fighting. And I remember I never forget we was outside, and I was in like fifth grade. Some kids was throwing rocks at me. Calling me names. I said, look, you throw another rock, it's gonna be a problem. They gotta keep in mind, my uncle's a wrestler. So he, you know, I mean, I got a little bit of training. I ran up on that white boy, choked the shit out of him. <laughs> they gonna talk about, oh, I gotta be suspended from school. I nearly killed the kid, his face turned blue, blah 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 blah. I'm like, yo, but he's throwing rocks at me, dog. I was defending myself. Man, we was going through it with white people, man. You serious? But that's not an excuse for the event. But right, right. for pe- people can't invalidate people's experiences. Like them shits, those events is very real. And I'm sure you had it worse than me because you're a little bit older than me. Yeah, I, I'm just saying, man. That, that's what ca- happens. Like that's what happens in, in, in schools. It's not like I'm not surprised by that. You know, it, it, plus with the media now and how they demonize Trump, I'm surprised it don't happen a lot more. That's why, like, you shouldn't um, try to politicize your kids like that. Yeah. You know, that, there's no excuse. They should knock them them kids in the head. But I'm saying, like, you gotta defend yourself, man. Kid can't take no punches from that from the girl. Oh, he should have oh. went way off for man. I'm like, no, nah, man, you gotta fight your way out. Man. Oh no, that he wasn't winning that fight. That black girl was no, he wasn't about to beat her. <laughs> he, he wouldn't. He wouldn't. He wasn't about to beat that black yeah, woman on his ass, man. I'm like, God damn, man. I'm like, come pull her off, man. They're gonna give her charges, man. Yo, when you're a kid, the strongest kid in the class is a black girl. <laughs> when you were a kid, because I remember the girls go faster than the boys. Yo, we used to be. I remember um Taisha, man. Taisha whoop your ass, <laughs> man. Or oh, my cousin Vina. My cousin Vina was. She used to beat up the boys in the neighborhood. She was the one that used to whoop my ass every time she saw me. Yeah. Serious. So you know, he, I think he did the right thing, duck and cover. <laughs> Yeah, hopefully, hopefully he's all right. Hopefully he's all right. I don't think. I just, right. I just want to know. Uh, it is the context factual? You know, a lot of times people say, "Oh, he had a MAGA hat on. That's why he got his ass beat." Right, Find right, out yeah, later yeah, on, it, it you know, that wasn't the case, right? It, it was something completely different. You know, 
he he called her a bitch or some shit like that, or he grabbed a booty or something. You know what I mean? You find something stupid. So, and there's no MAGA hat in that video. So, and nobody was saying nothing about Trump or nothing. So we don't know, you know, kids fight all the time. We don't know if that's a hate crime or not. Um, But, you know, I'd like to see some verification on that. But um, yeah, shit happens, dog. Yeah. That's why you need to homeschool your kids. (laughs) (laughs) Facts. Uh, Hotep with it. Like, thanks for donation four ninety nine. Been working like crazy getting this bag. Been watching for the distance. Hotep. Shout outs to Hotep with it. Um, but 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 I think we need to emphasize the fact that the media has really radicalized us. Um, the the deep state has always wanted civil war. Without the civil war, without the war. They can't keep power and they really want to keep us divided. You know, they can't have the people organize against the state, not while the state is trying to pass all these laws and, you know, these invasions of privacy. You can't have the people organizing at that point. So they got us. They got the white people divided. They got the black people divided and they got the white and black people divided from each other. And it's 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 wholly perpetuated by the media. And it's really dangerous. It's really crazy. You know what's crazy and scary about all of this show? All of the conspiracy prophecies are coming true. Right. (laughs) They're they're all coming true, which means that if we continue on this course, what the conspiracy theorists say is going to come true. We have a very dark future ahead of us. Very dark future. They said we're going to be locked in FEMA cans. Isn't that what they said? (laughs) Yeah. All right. Greta gonna have your ass in the concentration camp. Watch, keep fucking. <laughs> That's all. The only thing is worrying about which group is gonna get put in the camps. The right or the left. <laughs> <laughs> you don't know. Like they might pull the switcheroo. Um, that's what uh, that that Russian dude Yuri says. Man, he said they they use the left to um, get what they want, but once they get what they want, they they the first ones on the firing squad. <laughs> Word, yeah, because they're gonna get hip. Once they get hip to the game, they realize, oh, yeah, they're going to have to eliminate them. We all going to be in them gulags. Yeah. Um, Mary O'Donnell showing love early to Hotep's getting dissed on Twitter lately for no reason. Tomorrow's this mall's birthday. Well, happy pre, pre-birthday, Mary O'Donnell. Picking out spa for a massage. We'll catch replay. Well, shout out. Catch us on a replay and enjoy your birthday, Mary O'Donnell. Yo, happy birthday, Mary. Definitely appreciate you. Much love. She's a consistent supporter. We should add her to um I'm, I should add her as a as an admin if I haven't already, as a moderator. Okay. Well, Mary, happy birthday. You're a moderator now. Yeah. So if y'all got any problems, we got more authority in here ready to kick <laughs> your ass out. Um, uh, thanks for everybody coming in. Please hit that share button. Please hit that thumbs up. Um Oh, oh, about the, the the beef. You saw what Isaiah Washington said? Is that his name? No, I heard I re- I read I didn't check it out. I re- heard he did he say something about the hoteps, man? Yeah. You know, one of the hoteps, um one of the allies had uh put the black conservatives in the target of their uh, crosshairs. <laughs> Y'all won't let them up, man. See, I, I keep telling y'all to let up on the black conservative. Y'all keep having smoke for them. So, <laughs> so um, 
I'm trying to find a tweet because I don't want to misconstrue. Oh, here it is. I found it. I don't want to misconstrue anybody's words. I want to read because it was an honest. It was an honest. Um, oh, was it? Yeah, it was an honest. Tate. Uh, question. He, he, he. This was Mr. Yancey uh, on Twitter. His at name is Mr. Underscore Yancey. Uh, he's talking about trigger MAGA folks and his mentors right now. Um, but basically, he was asking like. Are there any black conservatives who have anything positive to say about the black community? Anybody that's like trying to be more motivational? Are there any black conservatives like that who aren't just always like, oh, y'all on the plantation, y'all don't know how to vote, y'all Democrat slaves, blah, blah, blah. That's mainstream, you know? And um, I don't think he was asking for it in jest. His his even his personality and how he's responding to people in this thread, you can tell he's like, nah, I'm just like, you know, I'm just asking like for real, because I'm a conservative. And he's like saying, like, I'm a conservative and I want to know, you know, am I missing out on something potentially? You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And he's just asking, and obviously, you know, so then Isaiah Washington hops in and um he said, one more thing, I can't stand you. Half learned Hotep Negos. When I have deposited more into the bank of black culture than you beta males, Hotep my ass, M Hotep and Aknaten would have your ignorantly arrogant heads for even thinking you were leading something. Uh, <laughs> oh shit! One of the white Hoteps posted a picture. <laughs> posted a picture of the snapback. <laughs> <laughs> I'm about to retweet that. Uh, Mr. Washington, um, all I'm going to say is watch how you talk about us, dog. We ain't got no problems with you. Just watch how you talk about us. When you talk about hoteps, you talk about hotep Jesus. I'm going to take this one as a first warning. This is your first warning. Well, hold on. You got you to gotta respect the smoke back. You know what I mean? He ain't, he ain't laying it down. Like, you know I mean, what do you want him to say? Man? What do you mean what I want him to say? He, nobody, nobody disrespected him. In that thread, you know, even when the the direct so so his direct response was Yancey said there's no boom because he's talking to uh well he Isaiah Washington comes out of nowhere and says that this black chick has TDS or something, then somebody says something else, then Yancey says there's no boom because literally nobody knows and there's no large groups of black people from inner cities reporting any physical or economical change. There's a lot of words, but no proof. Where's the proof? He's talking about, you know, what Trump has done for the black community. And, you know, the black conservatives swear that Trump's the best thing that happened to the black community, right? And uh, so then you know, Washington says you had eight years of 44 and nothing to say about him doing nothing in Chicago where he began his career. Now, suddenly you need to see inner cities turned into black Wall Streets. This is the kind of thinking why black people can't have nice things. This is ridiculous. So then Yancey says that's literally false. Please don't jump on here for your father followers spreading BS. Let's keep this healthy and productive. And then that's when he starts going off about hoteps. You know what I'm saying? You gotta understand, hoteps are very disciplined people. Okay, we don't, we don't clap, we clap back. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? We don't clap, we clap back. And and you know, so that's Isaiah Washington's. That's your first warning, sir. Uh, next time, uh, we gonna we gonna take that as uh, as an insult. 
They're going to call him Hotep. <laughs> There's nothing Hotep about Isaiah Washington. No, but they're going to, you know, because he, you know, he got fired because of uh, his stance on uh, the Rangers. He got fired from what? He got, he was on, um, what show was that? It's a pretty popular TV show, but he wasn't, um, he wasn't uh, too cool with the LGBT. And that got out, and that's why he got fired. So he ran to the conservatives. No, he probably always was conservative. You know, he just wasn't. Yeah, he nah, was. He, no, he hopped on the MAGA wave and grift. Oh, well, I, guess, I guess you could say that after he got, I mean, he got nowhere to go. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. He had nowhere to go, so he came to the MAGA wave. I seen I, I seen this guy. I know about him. People tell me about all of these people. I know these people's histories, who they talked to, who they done business in the past. Everybody tells me everything. So I know his. I'm not gonna say here, Isaiah. Cool out, homie. I know your business. Uh, Chill out. Make that a, an official warning to Isaiah Washington. It's a official warning. That's all I'm saying. Like you know what I mean. I don't want to start exposing cats out here. You know that's not what it's for. But when you come at the squad, you know you will be uh, adjusted. Um, but you know, it, it's just like, uh, he rode the MAGA wave. Doesn't he got like a new show out? Congratulations on your new show. Uh, Isaiah Washington. I heard he got a new show on Fox. Focus on your show, dog. Don't worry about us. Go fo- focus on, focus on your MAGA crowd. Get your grift dollars and you know, more props to you. Um, John Limley, uh, wait, wait. John Lindley, what happened with the Mala Bear shirt line on your website, Hotel Jesus? Oh, that's um, that's a see. When I put certain shit out, that's limited edition. You either get it when it's hot, or you not. <laughs> you know what I mean, shout out to John Lindley. John, if you want one, I'll send you one. You the homie. John Lindley could get one. Uh, Michael Andrella Eula, what happened? What really happened in JC? We gonna talk about it. What's JC? Oh, Jersey City. Okay. Yeah. Um, Laramie Crocker. In the 70s, I identified with my black brothers, we chasing girls, dancing, hypnotic humanity. Now social justice warriors want me to identify as my skin color. I'm out of the left. MAGA 2020, you guys rock. Thank you for your $20 donation. He said they want him to identify as his skin color. At Aztec Mecca 7077 uh, SOL. Going to catch a replay later. Got to train an employee of mine to do my work. Good luck. <laughs> I love that. There you go. <laughs> there you go. Black Mountain Hotel. Uh, thanks for the donation. I stand 100% by Yancey. He's solid on his knowledge. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Um, Chad, uh, to hell with all the politics. Kabuka Theater with the illusion of choice. Let's build a nation. Hotel Nation. FTWF the world. Yeah, shout out to Chad. Chad back in Brazil again. Looking at shit I ain't going to be looking at ever. <laughs> Twice this month. <laughs> yeah, well, there was a shooting at a naval base, man. Yeah. What? I just read, you know, I, I think I follow, uh, I think, what the hell? Who was the Ed uh Ed Asante, he was like, Having Americans learn from having training Saudi nationals in air flight schools in Florida. <laughs> <laughs> Ain't that what it's the 9 11 uh, yeah. was uh, f- uh, so called pilots was trained? Yeah. Yeesh. And weren't they Saudi pilots too? Yeah. And Saudi Air Force? Yeah. 
Oh, okay. Fool me once. Shame on you. Fool me twice. Won't fool me again. I guess you can if you're American. <laughs> That's crazy. And, you know, it's crazy how they covered it up. You know, uh, uh, people talking about they're covering JC up. Well, like, what did, they, what did they do with this? You know what I'm saying? It was, uh, if you blinked, you missed it. You know, <laughs> like, like if you if you was off social media for a day or two, you know what happened down in, in Florida, man, with on on that base. You wouldn't know no. anything about it. No, you wouldn't have known that people got shot on the day Pearl Harbor out in Hawaii either. Right. Two 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 uh military base shootings in the same week. Not a not a gun control rally, nothing. Not a not a not a, a conservative war cry. F for the troops. Nothing. For, n- nothing. Nada. Quiet. Yes, I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I I mean it's like, like what? Well. Again, the conspiracy, like, you know, you know what this made me want to do when I saw this incident? It made me want to go back through Behold the Pale Horse and, re- and you know, every couple of years, you just got to just refresh your mind real quick and, you know, get up, get, 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 get updated again on William Cooper's work. But it's about time to pull that book out again, y'all, and remind ourselves of these plays that are happening out here. Um. Saudi Arabia is uh, very much an ally. Uh, when they said that they had a Muslim ban, they said Trump had a Muslim ban. Saudi Arabia wasn't on that ban. All right. When 9-11 happened, them Saudi nationals flew back, no problem. Nobody else could fly. So Saudi nationals took airspace. That's all I'm going to say on that. <laughs> Yo, there was a big brouhaha. This has been a lot of big stories this week in, uh, you know, conservative ink. And uh, one one you was a part of, uh, a lot of people part, I think Gab, I don't know who started it, Gab, you know, with the porn ban. Oh, yeah. And um, because, you know, people was like, I think some people were surprised that people were so forceful about it. Like, yeah, yeah ban it, ban it, ban it. Like people were <laughs> outright saying like, yeah, government come in and ban it. Mm-hmm. You know, some more practical people were saying, "If you know something bad for you, don't don't even turn it on." Like I right. said, like turn the TV off, turn everything off. Yeah, uh, you should. That you should be exposed to minimally. Like anything of too much is uh, a bad thing. Were you surprised about the uh, the the outrage? No, because these because you know it's funny, man. I look at these only fan girls, man, and. I saw this one girl's receipts, man. She had a million dollars this year off of selling pornography. Right. Dolo, no, you know, only fan. It was, her pimp was digital. Her pimp was a piece of software. That was her pimp that they took 20%. You know? Um, it, it, you know, it, it so so who's spending that money, right? Mm-hmm. But you know, I remember when I did the Joe Rogan thing and I told dudes like, yo, y'all gotta stop ejaculating and shit and stop jerking off and the way people reacted towards that so when this popped up you know i was like oh shit here we go 
You know saying? Y'all want to talk? Like, like, really, if you watch porn, you lead a really sad life. You really, you really, you know, and you don't even realize it. You know, I used to watch porn. I ain't even going to lie. Like, I used to watch porn. You know what I'm saying? I used to jerk off. I ain't even going to lie. I think, you know, we all guilty of this shit. But it comes a point in a man's life where he looks at himself in the mirror and has to realize he has to do better. And, uh, you know, when you think about the orgasm, a man's orgasm, man, your hand can't get you like a woman's mouth can. (laughs) (laughs) It feels totally different, dog. I mean, you feel it all the way up your spine when she do it. You just, your whole body freeze. You know what I'm saying? You you catch rigor mortis. You you know? Your whole body just tense up. You beat off with your hands, not really like, and then you look stupid. Like, think about, (laughs) you're looking at the the computer, the the, the alphabet boys is looking at you back through the computer, (laughs) watching you smang your meat to some nasty shit. You probably looking at a tranny and don't know it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's just it's just pitiful. And then so it's like, all right, fine. You believe you need that? Cool. Don't be trying to argue that shit that you want to be nasty and bust all over your stomach and go get a little crusty sock. Don't be, I mean, don't be proud of that. That's nothing to be proud of. You want to do it? Fine. But don't be trying to argue. Oh, you bugging. I don't watch my porn. I ain't no doubt. You go drain your balls like that, dog. But I you know me, nah, my man stand up strong. You know what I mean? He stand up strong because you know I keep the power within. And that's why y'all got erectile dysfunction, yo. That's why y'all got little penises, because y'all be smacking your meat too much. <laughs> but you know, the big thing was when I said ban porn, you know, I wrote about it on the blog. You can see hotepnation.com. I said ban porn. You know, a lot of people was. They couldn't wait to say, oh, we need to get government involved. Nah, nigga, hold up. Wait, hold on, wait. <laughs> nobody say all that. Nobody say all that. We're not getting the government involved. Like, why every time something happened, y'all got to go call your Uncle Sam? This is why we in the mess we in now. Because y'all want them to legislate everything. Stop legislating shit. You ban it. You ban it. Tell your friends, yo, stop smacking your meat. You look stupid. Make that cool. Make that a meme. Make watching porn. Like, you know how, like, all right, so here's the thing, right? They create propaganda campaigns for everything, right? They create a propaganda campaign for the gender thing, LGBTQ thing, gun rights, Planned Parenthood. They create propaganda campaigns for everything to to, to, to sway public opinion. Y'all need to start your public campaigns the same way and just leave it at that. And that's how you change people's minds. I'm very much a proponent of propaganda. I think propaganda can be good, you know, when it's uh, roots are righteous. But, you know, when we're hit with propaganda and then we respond with legislation, it's just like, damn, dog, like, you really don't want to have no freedom. You want the government to tell you you can't smack your meat? You might want to have the option. It's, it's your meat. You know what I mean? You're going to tell the government what you can and cannot watch on the internet? But the social media companies, I think they should ban it. You, If I can't call, 
if I can't misgender somebody, you gotta get rid of porn dog. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it gotta go. Like, y'all just doing too much now. You can't say the F word. You know what I mean? That rhymes with maggot. You can't even say that. But you can have dick sucking all over that motherfucker. Shit don't make no sense, dog. Yeah, because if you look at, like, you go to Wikipedia and do, you know, porn laws in countries, it's really separated by the West and East. You know, uh, you know the West, of course, allows it. And, you know, uh, in the East, you know, China has it banned. Russia has restrictions on it. And the majority of those, you know, Africa, a lot of African countries, they have a lot of restrictions. There are bans. You know, uh, so uh, it's not outrageous to say, hey, ban porn. Because there's plenty of countries that do that, you know. So, uh, right. I think it's the shock. But my thing is, like, y'all keep talking about China, but y'all really want China because y'all really want, like, y'all, y'all want the government to do it. Like, y'all want. Like no man, y'all gotta relax, man. Like y'all, y'all keep slandering China, just like y'all slandering with them camps and stuff like that. But y'all say the same things about the Muslim immigrants that come over here. So I don't even know what's the difference. And if for y'all to say no, we need to ban porn, we need the government to ban porn. That's what China does. So y'all need to relax, man, and think about what you're talking about, man. They want to be China. That's they gonna get it. <laughs> They gonna get it too, huh? and, <laughs> and and not only that, they're gonna have an invasion of Chinese people here, Asian people. Period. We already got an invasion of Asian people here. You know, what I mean, no matter where you look, you gonna they got the gas stations on lock. They did that in the nineties. I remember the bodega used to be owned by the Hispanics. That's owned by Habib now. John Jay, five dollars. What ethnic group is the top of the poor industry? John Jay back. See what's John Jay. <laughs> oh, snap. Yeah, you must have got bored with them other YouTubers and came back to the real. <laughs> <laughs> um, we ain't seen him since episode five. <laughs> it's been a good 20 episodes. <laughs> Welcome back, John Jay. Um, you like Lizzo? Lizzo went to the got banned from the, the Staples Center. Um, uh, came out and showed her ass, had a thong with the whole back out, and went out and went on stage. Uh, no, not on stage, but during the timeouts, twerked while the Lakers was playing. And she proceeded to, uh, allegedly, she got banned from the Staples Center. Is that is that true? She got banned. Or allegedly, still. I only saw it was world star hip hop. I don't know what. <laughs> if the chat, <laughs> if the chat could confirm that Lizzo's been, let me know because I saw the the Houston Rockets social media was like, you know, she could come perform there. You know, um, I don't know what to make of all this Lizzo stuff. It just seemed like uh, I, I come. I think I'm rocking with Tori Nick said she an industry plant. <laughs> you know. She did she get entertainer of the year? Yeah. How? How? Somebody says she's a black girl making music for white people. <laughs> That's what I've seen a lot of people say. That's what a lot of people say. You know, I listened to that one song, her her hot song. Um, I just think the aesthetic of her, you know, a big black woman making music. I mean, the music, it's like 
it, ha- it takes definitely skill for her her sound, but it's not original like the original sound. I think, mm. but I think just her coming from that voice, I think makes it like popular. Um, but yeah, I, I can say, entirely see, you know, the the white women that aren't comfortable with listening to Beyonce, they probably Lizzo fans. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's, it's like, yeah. So yeah. I, I, I I don't know. I mean, there's a there's a um. But see, the point is, she can make music for them. That's fine. Right. You don't have to go out here buck dancing and acting a fool every time the camera's in your face. That's yeah. a different story. That's totally different. She don't have to act. People, that was, if there's anything is cooning, is what I saw on display from her. That, that Cooning? Yeah. Uh-oh. <laughs> That's buck dancing, man. Come on, man. <laughs> You gotta stop giving that a pass, man. That was crazy, man. Like, if she's like all these little girls, um, idols and shit like that, you know what I mean? Listen to that song and shit like that. And when this is what you do, this is what you want to show for everybody. And then that you have all these women trying to make comparisons. Oh, if it was Rihanna, y'all just slamming on fat. Well, I'm like, come on, fuck on, man. Like, like who goes to a basketball game like that? Yeah, I think if Rihanna would have dressed like that, we'd have been like, ew. <laughs> ew, what is she doing? You know what I mean? But Rihanna's dope because Rihanna wouldn't do shit like that. You right. know what I mean? Like, Rihanna's got, she be naked, but she be classy naked. Mm-hmm. You know, sexy naked, natural naked. It don't be like, oh, I got this t-shirt on <laughs> with the back ripped open. You know, um, I don't know if, it's messy for us. It's a bad look for the black community. We took an L with that one. You know, we really took an L. You know, it it reminds me of the movie Branded and the movie Branded, uh, the fast food companies. Uh, really funny movie. Really weird, but funny movie. Y'all should check it out. But um, the uh, fast food companies were losing sales because everybody started eating healthy, you know? So uh, they went, they go to this guy who's like the marketing guru, branding guru. And he said, uh, we're going to change our strategy. We're going to make fat cool. And when I saw that in that movie, I said, oh, shit, they about to make fat cool in the real world. And sure enough, a few years later, I started seeing it. We saw it with the body posi movement. And that's what this is uh, a part of that body positive movement where. It's okay to be fat. Well, um, no, it's not. (laughs) Uh, It's very unhealthy. Uh, In fact, when you look at people, uh, Lizzo would, if Lizzo took a, a, whatchamacallit, a time machine and went back, let's say, 100 years in Europe, America, she'd be part of the circus. Look at the big fat black woman. She'd be the biggest woman there. It, like pretty much in America at that point. Mm-hmm. The sad part is everybody's like that now. Everybody's got that weight on and they holding their weight too much. And the sad part is it's black women. Black women are really out of shape, dog. It's getting bad. Every time I see an older black woman, she's large. I don't get it. I don't get it. So, so when I see her up there like that, I'm like, yo, you're like, you really trying to kill us. You trying to kill the black community. First of all, you trying to kill us 
our likeness, our respectability by pulling your ass out on a damn thing, making a fool of yourself. You're making an ass out of the black community, you know. Um, and then they put her on Time magazine, just like, oh, all right, I get it. That's 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 what you want black people to be. I know the I know the agenda. Okay, I get it. You know. Oh, it's the shit we got to deal with. <laughs> uh, John Jay, uh, y'all the realists, to be honest, thank you for being the only ones to call out Spencer as the Fed when he is when that audio was leaked. Uh, John Lemley, $5. What Leslie did and where she did it was disgusting, but also shows that we need to bring back fat shaming in full force. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Robert Grafton, $5. Son, YouTube wouldn't let me send the message I was trying to send. I'm going to DM, DM you guys. All right. Gorgia. Shit, they banned Rakishi from the Staples Center. <laughs> ACAM says Lizzo makes that gentrification music. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, man. Black Mountain Hotel. What's up, man? Uh, between Lizzo and the ba- baby, it's clear that's clear what gets us famous. Lizzo degraded herself for the redacted Cooney 100. Mm. Mm. You got the Keith Drummond one? Keith Drummond. Um, yeah, he says Lizzo is a gross fat chick. I feel like her nudity is forced on me. Yeah, I feel you, Keith. Damn, he threw the baby. Damn, the, the baby cooning too? That's what's happening out here? <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know, man. People... I don't, I don't have nothing wrong with the baby. I mean, people... I didn't see, I didn't see nothing with the baby. I know it was... I've seen the accusations. I haven't... I haven't seen anything I thought was cooning. I think he tries. He tries. He tries. He doesn't. I mean, he tr- doesn't try to coon, but he at least tries to entertain. Well, put a better um, image out there. You know what I'm saying? You know? Yeah. Yeah. Outside of him beating people up. Yeah. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, he stay fucking touching somebody. <laughs> and, and I'm, you know, in many ways, I'm okay with that. Right. Because. Somebody has to display masculinity when, you know, we got Gillette commercials coming out. But you know, he's a little, little niggas. You know, I mean, that, you see the girl that his fan she jumped, he jumped right in there. <laughs> yeah, I saw that. He's like, "Take me to the Gatorade." <laughs> <laughs> I felt, I felt them in that moment. Like, as a touring artist or ex touring artist, I know what that's like, and, and I, I, I really appreciate his humility in that moment. A lot of people be acting bougie around their fans. Yeah. Standoffish. Uh, Miss Universe. Um, where was she from? Ethiopia? No, wait. South, South Africa? Africa? South Africa. I don't know. I don't give a damn. <laughs> yeah. I, don't, I, heard, I, heard, I heard we unified the belts across the world, though. Oh my god. <laughs> I heard I heard we got Miss Universe, Miss Galaxy, Miss Miss America, Miss Miss This, Miss That. I heard we unified the belts, like five belts black women got. Oh, they're saying the baby wore were his life-size diapers. He was wearing diapers or something in the video. I heard about that. I didn't see that. I mean, his name is the baby. It kind of like, <laughs> right, right, right. It goes yeah. along with the branding, I guess. Yeah. But yeah, did they see? Black people need to, to wise up, man, because they be just giving, they're going to give Negroes some titles because they Negroes will tune in. You know, that's the advertising dollars, man. Yeah, exactly. That's all that is. 
Wait, wait, what? With what? What? What's uh, advertising dollars? Oh, when in the uh, Miss Universe, whatever. What was it? Oh, oh, the Miss Universe. Oh, yeah. So, what does that even mean? Like, what is she gonna do now? She's gonna like uh, they go on tour and, and go help people feed babies and shit like that. Oh yeah, that's cute. That's nice. That's real nice. What do you think about this whole thing, Uncle Hotep? What the universe? Yeah. I don't try to pay attention to that shit. You know what I mean? They just agenda <laughs> shit, man. You know, uh, I don't know. What what the fuck is going on in South Africa in a fucking couple decades? I guess they were cutting. You know, they want <laughs> they want that white man to go back down there and plunder, man. That's what they, they want to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I feel like did somebody tag me in this. Thing? I hate when white people tag me in black shit, right? Like, <laughs> like this lady tagged me in. I thought you might be interested in this. And it was like, it was on Instagram and it was about the fact that, you know, the women unified the, the pageant belts. Right. You know, and I read it and I didn't respond. You know what I mean? Because I'm just like, I don't give a fuck about that shit. That's some female shit. You know what I mean? Like, that's, that's for women. Like, give a fuck about no, I'm not watching no pageant. I think that shit is stupid, you know. Um, the whole industry is just stupid. It's just a money making thing. Um, but um, the fact that you know black women are you know hold these titles, I feel like means absolutely nothing. It, it like it, it's insignificant. So you know, some people let's say. Oh, but the little black girls get to see themselves as, you know, yeah, the little black girls get to see themselves as fucking Barbie dolls. Right. Barb, is that what you want your daughter to grow up and be? A fucking Barbie doll worried about her hair and her makeup and all this other dumb shit? We got a whole nation we got to build. And y'all worried about how your fucking makeup and your eyebrows and your edges look. You know what I mean? We got bigger fish to fry and we got to worry about your edges, your edge control gel. <laughs> like, like in the end of the world, like when it's, when it's apocalypse hit and you running around in the goddamn forest, you going to need your edge control, yo? Oh, man, chill. <laughs> like, say that's the first thing we starting a fire with. Pass me your edge control. You got to start this. Fire. <laughs> it's flammable. <laughs> bonfire in a quick second you know what i mean i just you know I, and and the, th- the other thing is, is this is the uh participation trophy this is the uh let's make them happy you know let's let's make the black people think there's some progress while we fuck them in the back end you know what i mean let's make them think race relations are doing well while we fuck them in the back end that's all i see you know i, I like who owned the pageant? Right. Who owned the pageant? The other day, somebody said something about um. Uh, we was talking about the NBA or something. He said, "Uh, you know, uh, oh, we we're talking about white privilege." And I say it's really white advantage because white people have their uh, majority in America. And he like, well, I wish I could dunk a basketball like LeBron. And I'm like, y'all wish I could own the league. Like, <laughs> like I don't think like y'all. Y'all niggas think small. You know, we're trying to own the team or something. Have shares in the team. Like, I'm not trying to be the one dunking a ball. And I make that shit clear as day to my kids. You know, they they in sports, 
But I teach them, you know, like, look, you see that stadium right there? This is how much the seats go for. There's an owner and this is how they make money. And this is why they'll do certain things to not win a championship. Just so, you know, um, like the Dallas Cowboys, for example. Right. As long as them seats is full, they don't give a damn about no Super Bowl. They selling tickets. That's all this shit is about. Definitely. But. I'm only worried about ownership. Fuck that pageant shit, y'all. Right, moving on. Jersey City, man. This around your neck of the woods, isn't it? Oh, no, it's don't. No. They got nothing. You ain't claiming it now. <laughs> <laughs> it's in Jersey, but this is far away from me. <laughs> now, this Jersey City is about, uh, it's a good hour. Okay. An hour and a half from where I am. Yeah. And uh so what they said, they was down there. First at first it was uh Rashid Rashida Talib, the congresswoman. She said, Oh, white supremacist. She she saw her jump the gun? Yeah, I saw that. <laughs> it's funny because we was all the hotels, we was all communicating in the chat. And uh we was just like, yo, what's the details? We was like, asking, like, what's the details? We, nobody was trying to pass judgment or push agendas. We was like, yo, what's the details? What's going on? Trying to figure out what happened in Jersey City. I think Mike brought it up first. Yeah. You know, and I was like, I don't know. I didn't know what's going on. So I ain't say nothing about the story. Next day they come out, oh, it's the Hebrew Israelites did it. I said, oh, here the fuck we go. <laughs> <laughs> they going to trigger everybody with this shit. Yeah, that I was surprised about you know the the triggering about it. You know, um, like people just really got into their skin or something like that. You know, I, I was just I just want to know what happened first and foremost. You know, right? People are complaining like, oh, just because they were black and it's not um, get as much media attention. So that's why CNN isn't covering. Why are you watching CNN in the first place? That's the one I want to ask you, people. Um, you should be trying to figure out what happened. Um, right. Like, how did they go from the cemetery to there? And why were they running around with a, with a pipe bomb? Mm. You know, that, they take some preparation. You know, who who knew these guys? Did the FBI know these guys? That You know, saying that's the question we should be asking first and foremost, instead of trying to play the goddamn blame game that Mark Dice and them fucking his flunkies fucking do all the fucking time. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Mark Dice, I seen him. He's he's no choice for that. I can't wait to trigger him with my Kwanzaa this year. <laughs> Last year he was mad as hell. We were celebrating Kwanzaa. But my, another thing is like you know people are calling Hebrew Israelites black supremacists, mm. and like the people that were like were trying to tell me that <laughs> they were black supremacists. I'm pretty sure they've never spoken to a Hebrew Israelite a day in their life. Right. So, um, there's one thing you take from these YouTube videos where they where they're snapping on white folks and everything like that. Well, y'all don't understand. Black folks like to argue. I, I've said this before <laughs> on here. Black people like to argue. So if you take people on the street and they just talk a whole bunch of shit, you start talking back. Oh my God, you fell in the fucking trap. You fell in the trap. Yeah. So I'm like. You can't take and then once one of these videos go viral, what do you think the next person is Hebrew is like gonna do? 
fuck it. We we might get on by snapping on these white folks on the street. Y'all, y'all, it's like y'all ain't y'all ain't playing the game, man. Y'all not playing the game right. Um, so I don't view them as black supremacists because they their primary thing is religion. It's not race. Like I, I I don't know how to say that to y'all. Like they even reject y'all classification of, of race. Right. You know what I'm saying? So it's like how can you call them black supremacists by saying it? Like you have a better um, a better foot to stand on by saying the NOI is a black supremacist group than the Hebrew Israelites. The Hebrew Israelites are not, they don't do anything for black folks. They do it for their religion, which is Judaism and the other Hebrew Israelites. That's who they, they do this shit for, not for black folks. Right. That's the damn truth. I think it's just funny that white folks is white explaining to us <laughs> what a black Hebrew Israelite is. You telling a hotep what a black Hebrew Israelite is. Then I'm just like, yo, come on, yo. And then Cernovich calling them domestic terrorists. And I'm just like, oh, here we go, dog. Like, just ask us. Just ask us, yo. Say, yo, hotep, what's, what's going on? Are these people? Are these people with you? <laughs> That's what I got a lot of. Are you? Are you a Hebrew Israelite hotel? Are the Hebrew Israelites hotel? Well, here's the thing we gotta understand. Like Uncle Hotel said, they don't play color law. They don't play white and black. They live in straight according to the Bible. They read the Bible in Hebrew. They don't even read it in English. At least the good ones. And there's different sects. Like y'all, the ones y'all talking about are the fringe radicals. Those are fringe radicals. It's like trying to say that uh, Richard Spencer represents conservatives. You know what I mean? It's like trying to say Nick Fuentes represents conservatives. Or, you know, like, like none of these people represent conservatism as a whole. And, um, you know, and everybody kind of disagrees within these circles. The other thing you got to understand is Hebrew Israelites don't even like hoteps. <laughs> I remember I had this kid, man. He used to call me his big bro. I met him on Twitter. We used to make content together. And he hit me up. He's like, yo, I really want to go to college. I don't know what to major in. I said, what are your interests? He said, you know, I'm good at math and I'm really good at math. So I said, why don't you uh, try data science? So he looked it up. He's like, damn, this is a really good salary. I'm like, yeah, it's one of the highest paid salaries. You should go into data science. If you like math, it's perfect for you. He's like, we're appreciated. Two weeks later, he turned into Hebrew Israelite. He was saying I was the one that was enslaving his ancestors. <laughs> he was the Pharaoh was enslaving the Jews. And I'm just like, dog, that shit happened like 2000 years ago. Like that shit ain't got nothing to do with me and you, you know, but that's what happens when a lot of these people get trapped in some of these dogmatic parts of Hebrew Israelites. Now you got a whole nother side of Hebrew Israelites like Kendrick Lamar. Now you see Kendrick Lamar, he said it right on the record. We not, I'm not black no more. Right? I, I got, I don't want to butcher. Do you remember the exact line? No, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't butcher it. I like, want to make sure I, I, um, he said, don't call me black no more. I'm a, I'm an Israelite. This is what Kendrick Lamar said. Kendrick Lamar ain't one of these people out here that's trying to kill white people or on a black supremacist. Nah, he's 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 uh, 
found some information he he identifies with. Yo, that Hebrew Israelite stuff goes deep though. It goes deep. It goes deep into America. Like these cats got tracking like the islands back to ancient Hebrew names and you know you'll find Hebrew inscriptions with ancient Egyptian artifacts in Ohio you know proving that you know some of the natives were speaking a Hebrew tongue and using Hebrew type characters so when they say they the lost tribes of Judah they got a lot of evidence and they got a lot of theory behind it you know um and hardcore evidence too you know so you know there's a whole gnosis then you got nick cannon right nick cannon is a hebrew israelite he be walking <laughs> around with his turban on on tv now i know why these hebrew israelites is i know why these people are, are, are becoming hebrews i can't say it on here because i want to keep my channel but <laughs> I know why. And 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 the people watching this know why when I say it like that. And that's why, because they're trying to correct something that's wrong. Um, but this definitely ain't no white white versus black thing. I can tell you that. Yeah, that's all I was trying to say. Like I was trying to get across to these people like I, don't know. I just didn't uh, agree with that uh, classification of the Hebrew Israelites. Um, but like people were taking like. Vice News documentaries, like, like, and, and using that as evidence. I'm like, <laughs> like, and and, and and I and like you said, man, you white splaining, black splaining, whatever. Like, like if somebody wants, like, if I want to know something about shooting guns, I'm not going to ask a black person. <laughs> I'm going to ask a white person, a white boy. The right? only black, the only black person I can ask is Miles too, Ray. <laughs> well, okay, the only person I can ask is Miles, but. But ordinarily, you got to go to your local Cletus. <laughs> Say George. <laughs> yeah. Elvin. All right. So I don't understand how y'all can see that. And then, like, knowing that, I don't know how y'all go into Vice and asking about them, about using them a reference about, I know it's a documentary, but y'all don't think, like, y'all don't think they're going to play that up. There's a reason Vice is doing that documentary. This is why y'all y'all ain't fucking woke. You know what I'm saying? You can't call Vice fake news part of it and then use them as reference point. Right. Like Vice did that documentary for an agenda. Correct. Right? Correct. And this is probably part of it. They fucking breadcrumbs all the way up till now. Right. You see what I'm saying? It's chestnut checkers. This is why the redacted got y'all running around in motherfucking circles. Y'all can't think that's enough, man. <laughs> they got they already had this shit planned. Yeah. That fucking vice video was to lay the seeds in your mind. Right. So when they do shit like this, your mind's already made up. Correct. Correct. Nothing, man. <laughs> <laughs> I had dudes in my mentions. I oh, are you are you sure that they're not violent? Because I saw some YouTube clips that were nasty. <laughs> I'm like, where you sold on YouTube? So it's real life now, huh? <laughs> I, you know, and then it's like, that's the same argument they'll say about MAGA people. I saw some YouTube clips that, that make MAGA people racist. Like, no, they don't make MAGA racist because you saw a couple of YouTube clips. Because right. you saw, you know what I mean? And uh, it's, Here's the other thing that we have to be privy of. When we had the uh, 
uh, uh, uh, uh, Black Panthers, FBI, had them marked down as uh, a national threat. Right. In the paperwork, it said we have to stop the, the, the uprising of a black nation. We have to watch a black messiah, too. So they're very conscious about black nationality and they really want it outlawed. The other funny thing is they want white nationalism outlawed too. So it's mighty funny that Trump passed a executive order this year saying that the redacted are now a nationality. They ain't a, now we already knew this. We've been saying this, right? Like everybody knew it was a nationality. Some people, you know, were still thinking that it's a religion. It is, but it's it's a little more nuanced than that. <laughs> but Trump's just making it official. I just find it funny that some groups are allowed to have nationalism, but black people aren't allowed to have nationality and white people aren't allowed to have nationality, but everybody else is allowed to have nationality. So we're going to continue to be everybody else's bitch. She's crazy, dog. She's crazy. But they, that's, you know, that's why they want to vilify because they know that they there's power in that Hebrew Israelite shit. I'm not going to go into it right now, but there's a lot of power in what they teaching. And I ain't talking about the radicals. I'm talking about like I know some real homely motherfuckers that is cool. White people got no problem with white people. Their wife got their head wrapped, turbaned up, you know, real good, wholesome people don't want no problems with nobody. They they don't even take the Bible literally. They read out of it. They know Hebrew, but they're not violent people. Like there's different types of Hebrew Israelites, y'all. There's a lot of them. The thing here's the thing: fringe groups are always the loudest. Like think about Hoteps and the, and the bad rap we got. It's mostly because the idiots are the loudest, so they get the most attention and they put the spotlight on them. They never put the spotlight on Hotep Jesus and Uncle Hotep. You ever noticed that? Right. <laughs> they never put the spotlight. The black left would talk shit about us. They'll go to Umar and they'll go to Tariq. They'll never come over here. No. They scared of that. <laughs> yeah, they they know, they know better. They, they. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, rest in peace to everyone that died um, in that event. So, uh, but we, I, I advise everybody to keep a close eye on this stuff. You know, if if it comes out that the FBI had this guy under under watch, you know, what I mean, then you, we already know what's went on. Yeah, we know. Jason Bourne told us. <laughs> Jason Bourne Ben told you. <laughs> um, speaking of you know Hebrew Israelites, Nick Cannon releasing this after this over at M. <laughs> I heard the first one. I didn't hear the second one, man. But like, there's the second one. one? Yeah. The, it was the second one. That one that just dropped. I think it was yesterday. One. Yeah. It was lukewarm. It was submit. The features were better. Oh, yeah, yeah. I thought that was it. But why are we dissing Eminem? Why are we having an Eminem roast in 2015? I think this is uh, some behind-the-scenes plot to make uh, Eminem relevant. Oh, okay. You know, but uh, but still, there's that other side where Nick Cannon and Eminem have had beef, like, going on, like, damn near 20 years now, I want to say, right? Um, Maybe less, maybe more. But they've been beefing. 
And the Wild and Outcast is doing all right. You know, like th- that's their boss. That's their employer. Shit, if I was on Wild and Out, I'd have a verse for M. <laughs> <It's, it's, laughs> and I say it respectfully, <laughs> like afterwards, like my bad, M, but yo, Nick cutting the check, so you about to catch this gap, you know, and just unload on your ass for a hard eight bars. Right. You know, you ain't gotta kill your mama. I'ma kill your mama. <laughs> you know, I I come come coming disrespectful. <laughs> you know what I'm, saying? I'm coming disrespectful. I'm talking about Haley. I'm talking about Kim. I'm talking about you. Come come talk about your mama. I'm talking about your white skin. I'm talking about your last album. That Nick Cannon cutting the checks. So I can't really be mad at them for hopping on. I get it. But I think this is just some personal beef. <laughs> oh, but because of Mariah? Yeah. This goes back to Mariah. Because remember, Mariah had had, M with, had beef with M first. Right. Then Mariah got with Nick. You know what I mean? So, and, and Mariah's still Nick's baby mama and all of that. So, this might be some personal beef. Nick got to come harder than that, though, man. Like you got let somebody ghostwrite for you, Nick. Write checks, like Diddy said, man. You could tell he tried to write that himself. <laughs> Nick got a lot of jobs, man. He do. He on that um that singing thing. My daughter watches that fucking <laughs> nut ass singing a mass type shit, man. I'm like, man, why you don't watch this shit, man? <laughs> you know, I just watched the last one. And I think the Beyonce girl, no, the girl from Destiny's Child was on it. Which, which one was it? Um, she was on it, but everybody knew it was her. They were like, "Ah, that's what's her name." Michelle. Yeah, Michelle. Oh, okay, I ain't even know nothing about that. Yeah. Yeah, but he hosts that. Is he the new? They prepping him to be the new Steve Harvey. Harvey getting old, man. They got. Well, <laughs> did he take his spot? Yeah. <laughs> You better cool out with that Hebrew stuff <laughs> if he want to get that. Um, but I think he's had this job for a minute, you know. Nick Nick's always been a good old boy. You know, he used to be president over at uh, Nickelodeon. Oh, okay. He used to be I, president. Oh, he, had a, he had a title over Nickelodeon? Oh, yeah. He was like president or something like that over at Nick. Yeah, Nick was at Nick. I, I remember I was in his office. <laughs> I was in his office. My matter of fact, my homie, my homie used to uh, do film for him, and uh, we almost. This is when I was working with Fifty. We almost did an event with Nick. I almost actually ended up working with Incredible on um, on one of his. He had a a, a mobile device he was coming out with, um, but it was wh- whoever was in charge of marketing just wasn't on top of it. They didn't know what the fuck they was doing. But yeah, um, Nick, Nick, like you said, Nick's got a lot of hats. He's he's definitely a businessman. He bought his business. Okay. Um, super chats. Uh, Robert Grafton, the baby, stay dropping his pants everywhere. Black Mountain Hotel, the baby wears life size diapers. Um, Black Mountain Hotel, people categorize all Hebrew Israelites. At the same time, they follow Hoteps and defenders. They don't know the sex of Hotepism. Yeah, yeah, they need to learn. Lemley, what up, John? Uh, the Kendrick line was not um, was I'm not a politician. I'm about I'm not about a religion. I'm an Israelite. Don't call me black no more. John Lemley. 
just plays. And in New Jersey, bill passed today that got rid of religious exemptions for vaccines. The communists have won the battle, but they will lose the war. Mm. John Lemley, $5 super chat. He said the whole Nick Cannon Eminem beef is so cringe and childish, but it'll definitely be used to push Marshall Mathis because he's falling off hard. Yeah, he, yeah, Eminem has disappointed me with his latest music. I was hoping to hear something worth listening to, but he got MGK dug in his ass. <laughs> MGK destroyed him. Um, yeah, that NJ Bill. Yo, that's they did win today, dog. The the Democrats swapped out some of the reps, swapped out two of the reps, two of the reps that was supposed to be there was going to vote no. The Democrats swapped them out for some vote yes. Now you can't exempt yourself from vaccines for your kids from school. You can't even use religious uh, reasons for it. Communists have won. Hotez Ben told you. That's why I was telling people, I'm like, yo, they had this uh, debate online, which was like pro-vax versus anti-vax. And I noticed a lot of people were like, making fun of anti-vaxxers, right? Right. And I was just like, yo, that's a slippery slope, right? Like, I get I get why you're saying it, because you believe the vaccines work. Fine. Cool. You believe we need these vaccines. But when you start talking to the anti-vaxxers and invalidating some of their findings... You're really working with the state at that point because the state is the one that wants to give these vaccines. It's the state that's administering this stuff. Um, So, you know, when I saw that, when I saw the anti-vax, people making jokes about anti-vaxxers, I'm like, damn, they they, y'all really about to allow the communists to make this a thing. And here it is. Here it is. We're, We're here now. Thank you. Fucking white people. I claim white people for this. Listen, but don't you think, like, you know any anti-vaxxers? Like, I, I know went to school with one, right? And I guess she had some bad medication. And so she's like a full-tilt anti-vaxxer now. You know, mm-hmm. I think they scare people off with how hard they go. They go hard. Right. You know, and I think people are taken aback by that. Like, right. I try to tell people, like... On some other stuff, you can't red pill people on everything at all. Right. You have to give them bits and pieces at a time, or the brain's going to be like, "Man, what are you talking about?" They're going to back away from you because they're going to be like, they don't want to disbelieve it. So you have to give it. You have to make their brain work and give it to them piece by piecemeal. But when I what I notice when people get woke like that, especially white folks, they go super hard. They don't give a fuck, man. They're like, man. It's everything. Now, now she's talking like she's talking about vaccine. Now they start seeing everything like they, they question everything, which you should do. But sometimes you got to hold some stuff in until you're like sure of it. Because now like she's like every um, every Hollywood person is a trans. And like they were they're like, I'm like, you got to relax, man. Like, <laughs> Like the mop with the what's her name, uh, Miley Cyrus body double and all this other stuff. I'm like, you just got <laughs> Miley Cyrus body double. Yeah, man, there's a big thing about this. They're saying yeah. that, uh, that like Miley Cyrus died a while ago. This is a this is a, a a duplicate. Yeah, I mean, you got the same thing with like the vegans, right? Like the vegans, the Peter crowd, the Peter crowd. You know, I, you know, the anti vaxxers the flat earthers. You always got these like 
fringe people. That's again, it's like it reminds me of the Hebrew Israelite conversation because the whole group is now categorized by the freaks. Right. You know, and it's just like, nah, the freaks just happen to be loud. There's a lot of anti-vaxxers that aren't saying shit. And there's a lot of anti-vaxxers. Like I remember we had this girl uh, on, on the internet on, on Twitter. Her name was uh lady in medicine. And um, she just like really adamant about vaccines. She says she's, she's, she says she's a doctor and we was cool, but she, you know, she was like really like in the vaccines. And I remember I tweeted something and she, and she got excited, like, Oh, you're pro vaccine. I was like, nah, chill. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. But, you know, she was just like, and I'd see her on Twitter, like, debating people and saying, like, yo, nah, vaccines are good, da 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 So now um, I have my man, uh, uh, Tahuti Ali, and uh, DM Herbs on Twitter. And I know he dealing holistic. He's, you know, quote, unquote, hotep. So yeah. I said, yo, my man's right here got the information on anti-vax. And he's, he's not one of those anti-vax people that's coming on some French type shit. He got just raw, hard facts. Like, the nigga just knows his shit. Like, and she ran from the debate. And that's when I said, ah, you's a fraud. <laughs> you right. don't really believe this shit you saying. You's a goddamn agent. And then, um, so then I, I tricked her. I tricked her and jumped into this debate she had with Mukhtar. Mukhtar had a debate with her about the ancient, um, the ancient Egyptian Coptics were black, and she was saying, nah, they're, they're white like me, light-skinned like me, and they was having that debate. So I said, yo, I hopped in it, and she was like, yo, debate, my, uh, debate me on this, da 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 And I was like, oh, now you want to debate, but you ain't want to debate about the vaccine stuff. Because the truth of the matter is, if you take somebody really educated on anti-vax with a level head and take somebody pro-vax with a level head, the person that's pro-vax is going to get slaughtered. Right. I've looked at enough evidence to know they're going to get slaughtered in that debate. It's a lot of questions that you cannot find about these vaccines. There's a lot of un- unanswered questions um, and, a, and a whole lot of propaganda, a whole lot of um, unsafe science. But the most common thing about the vaccine is this. If the vaccine protects you from the disease, right, and you got the vaccine, that means you safe. It means you can't get it. Right. Right. So I'll need it. <laughs> you safe. Let me be at risk. Right. So if I get it, I can't give it to you. You got the vaccine. You said the vaccine works. Right. Yeah. So it seems like the vaccine don't work. If the vaccine don't work, you'd be like, yeah, I'm going to fucking get vaccine. Nah, I'm going to get the vaccine. I'm going to be safe. You could be out here all willy nilly if you want. Right. That's the common sense approach. Why does everybody need to be injected with this needle and this chemical? It sounds like somebody's trying to uh, take ownership of our body. And they're going to do that through legislation. They're going to basically say, you know, it's going to eventually go to Supreme Court. The Supreme Court is going to basically say, hey, look, the, the American citizen body is property of the state, state property. And we're going to put chips in you. And that's what's going to come next. The microchips is coming. They said it the other day. I seen it on like MSNBC or something. Like it. it says microchip. You will be microchipped. <laughs> Just like the headline said. I said, oh, fuck. We fuck, man. You know how but see, they're, you know how they're going to do it? It's just like everything else. You're going to you're going to welcome it yourself. Like it's going to be an Apple chip. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. People are going to sign up for it. There's going to be a long ass line with people putting that microchip in their body. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they don't have to force shit. Like, like all these cheap ass, um, like these little uh, Amazon devices, they're they're giving away. 
Yeah. Y'all keep giving it away. I seen a video today that like when a, somebody put a camera in their daughter's room because she said that uh, she works late at night so she can watch her daughter. Somebody hacked into the to the camera and started talking to their daughter. Wow. Somebody, just anybody. Now, if anybody can do it, you best believe the NSA has a back door to all that shit. Oh, yeah. They all in your shit. Yeah. So if some fucking hacker from fucking Ukraine is like talking to your daughter, like, hey, how you doing? I'm your friend. Like, it was so fucking crap. Like, God damn, dude. Yeah. People are going to like, just with the phone, man, like, like your phone, your car, all the new cars are going to have all GPS and all you're just going to be, you know, you're going to be trapped, but you're yeah. going to be trapped because you want it. You want to. It's going to be different than like the UK and China, but it's all going to be the same. Yeah. I'll tell you this. If y'all see me at HotepCon um, <laughs> and we having some private conversations and I say, yo, let me see your phone. I don't want no yeah. pushback. <laughs> <laughs> When I have security, pat your ass down before we have a conversation, you know, and not even because I don't trust you. You Somebody might have bugged you and you didn't know it. That happens a lot. They're like, oh, you, oh, this person's gone. Such and such has put a bug on them. Hey, so when security patting you down and all of that, just know it's for our safety. But some of these conversations, I ain't even going to talk to y'all. I'm going to be giving y'all some MSNBC type talk. But if y'all want that real hotep talk, I'm gonna need to see them phones, dog. <laughs> yeah, like, like, listen, this, like, I already envision when my daughters get old enough, and I'm gonna have, to, I want to tell them something, like, you know, tell them something real. I'm like, leave your phone here. We're gonna walk yeah. the park and talk, right? With a mask over your, over your, over your face, and, <laughs> you know, what I mean, talking like the mob and shit, like, <laughs> you know, you know, uh, the redacted had a. Uh, <laughs> Well, you know about 9-11. Let me tell you what I really think. <laughs> I'm doing with my phone around me. Like what you, I mean, we have to start thinking, you know, this is what this is our reality now. Yeah. You you know we never went to the moon, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you all go to jail for questioning the moon landing, I promise you. <laughs> This is where we headed, yo. Um, hold on. I think uh okay, uh Brody McFarlane, my nephew at UCLA retweet now because of vaccine reaction. Um is he in the hospital? Oh, is that US UCLA? Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah, some people have bad reactions to them, man. And then like what happens to that? Like it's oh, it's my bad. You're like, you know what I mean? That's like it's it's messed up, man. Where do you think that disease come from? They giving it to us. <laughs> um, Jeff Blaze, um, you must go beyond pro-vax versus anti-vax and talk about risk assessment. We must respect the fact that everyone's immune system is not one size fits all. Dr. Shiva uh, Ayadadura is leading this topic. Uh, we're going to get them on here. Yeah, I think uh, you follow him. Uh, that name uh, sounds familiar. Um, no, Just Blaze been talk, has has talked about him highly a lot. Okay, um, Chad, uh, microchips going to be like twenty three and me. People bragging. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't got your chip, nigga. <laughs> <laughs> you broke. <laughs> John, <laughs> John said, "Raising people, people to call it self pacification." 
Uh, I gotta read that. I don't think I ever read. You read Brave New World? I tried to. That shit's too boring. Is it? Yeah, it's a really boring read. It's just it, dra- it drags on for pages and pages and pages of detail, and it's just like, all right, I get it. <laughs> yeah, it's it, it, it's it's uh it's some dystopian futuristic um technology shit. Okay. Um, Ryan MF five dollar. He said, "Do people laughing anti vaxxers not realize these vaccines are made by the same big pharma companies they call out regularly?" Thank you. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. Like you will get eight in the debate. I'm ready, yo. Whoever wants to debate pro vaccine, I got my guy. We waiting. The Hotep's got a representative waiting. Whoever you got, bring him. I'm waiting, and we gonna get to the dirty, dirty. Um, Harvey Weinstein um, settled civil suit. All of them. All of them. They, they said damn near all of them are settled out of court. How much he spent? Fifty million. No, 25. That's a bargain, dog. That's 25, for, 25 for 30 girls in some Harvey um, employees. And some of it is going to pay his lawyer fees. <laughs> like, what? <laughs> like, that's why I know the redacted run, yo, ragged run around circles on you. How you take a plea, make a plea, and then say, out of this 25 million, 700,000 is coming to me because I got to pay my lawyer. Like, what kind of, like, I'm like, I'm like, how the hell? And y'all sign that shit. Dog. Dog. And this is coming off the news of uh, who Oprah going after? Oh, yeah. Russell Simmons. Yeah. She, she, her homie Harvey over here just chilling. But she going after the black man. Yeah, Harvey still has two charges. I think that I think the trial starts next month. Yeah, uh, I don't know. I don't think he's going to jail. You think he's going to jail? He came. Uh, yo, listen, he came to trial to, to sign it in a walker. <laughs> he pulled the Suge Knight. <laughs> Back hurt. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody said no. I'd have kicked that walker. Like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, nah, he did. Did Epstein go to trial? <laughs> you know, this nigga ain't going to trial. If no, you got saw that, that picture, right? What picture? Epstein, Weinstein, and uh, Maxwell. Oh, I think I did see that. Yeah, they got this shit sewn, dog. We are just so low on the totem pole. We just That's big boy, shit. like, listen, <laughs> imagine the conversations with Weinstein and Epstein. Some sick shit. That's secret agent shit. This is what them them agents, them James Bond types, really be doing, man. Yo, uh, the Allied Land said that he's an agent of Mossad. That's what the Allied agent said. Said that, huh? A lot of people have said that. I believe it. Hey, I believe it. Yeah, agent to get away with the fuck he had to be. He had to have some sort of diplomatic immunity. That's why nobody, when Acosta it was quoted as saying that nobody has come back and like they asked that one more time. He was just like, man, hey man, oh, I don't know, man. like he tried to play it off like, man, I, I said that back then. I don't know, you know what I mean? Here one of problems, no nigga. We, we you you said that in the Florida case. What agents like the follow up should be? Well, who told you he was intelligent? Nope, our mainstream media, the one y'all want to talk about, learn from the Hebrew Israelites, 
They they won't ask him that goddamn question. That's why I'm like, you y'all jokers, man. You gotta do your own research, man. You gotta do your own shit. He's still, I swear, Epstein's still alive. I don't give a goddamn anybody say, man. He got out when when Manhattan they, they took that the lights out in Manhattan. Remember that? He was in jail then. <laughs> they took the lights out in Manhattan, put a body, a brainwashed body double in there. He went to one court thing for his bail. Then the, the couple days later, he hung himself. <laughs> That's how they got away with it. Nigga escaped like El Chapo. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Oh no, I'm telling you. I'm telling you, man. Listen, I swear to God, he's still alive somewhere. Like, you have to think of it. Like, people can't put, like... Um, like what he was doing, like they can't take the morality out of what he was doing out of it, right? Yeah. He was doing a job for somebody. Now, if did he do that job well? If he did, he's a valuable asset, right? Now, if he's not the only guy doing this type of stuff, so if they let him hang himself in the in the cell without getting him out, what are these other agents gonna do that are out in the field doing the same shit? They're like, man, they don't got my back when the shit come to fan. This is what I, I was trying. I'm trying to explain. Like, if he was, if he did well, that country takes care of their people. We right. all know that. So, to me, I think he was. I mean, he was probably a, a prize agent of whatever country he was working for. You know, you done moved into a territory I ain't willing to touch. <laughs> Brother nature. <laughs> Brother Nature. Brother Nate got his ass whooped, and people are saying now, for you know, this is the con- yo, I have never laughed so much at, at reactions, man. First, Brother Nature get his ass whipped, then Sean King and everybody like, yo, whoop Brother Nature's ass. Oh my Sean King was gonna put APB out of who did it. <laughs> was it the terror squad niggas? I heard it was terror squad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, was it? Terror Squad? Oh, my bad. <laughs> <laughs> was it Terror Squad? That's what I heard. Man. I, I, read, I read somewhere that it was the one Terror Squad. I mean, Terror Squad deep. I, you know what I mean? Um, my homie is a uh, big pun in them cousin. Okay. So he TS. I know TS. Did. When somebody said he TS, like, that's really like a really big family. <laughs> <laughs> And they definitely in Florida, so I could see that. You know, and them Espanols roll together. They whooped his ass, and then the, the 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 other videos came out and showed that he was probably antagonizing this shit. Yeah. If I was uh, brother nature, you wouldn't catch me on video like that. You just wouldn't. You'd catch my security whooping some ass. <laughs> And I'd be I'd be live streaming it like, what's up, y'all? Hotel Jesus. <laughs> oh, oh, who's that behind me? Oh, that's just one of my haters. My security's handling that. How y'all doing? Hey, they're not gonna catch me out in public without security. You serious? And they go like, oh, he's a punk. He rolls with security. You're damn right. I roll with security. I roll with two big bodyguards that have guns on them. They might pop your ass. Hey. I don't know why why Brother Nature was uh, he must have had too much to drink because there's a clip of him before that in the in the um club 
And um, the guys that the dude that beat him up was like recording or something like that, recording him in VIP. And I think some of that footage uh, he had deleted from his Twitter. But um, it, it was it was a little bit premeditated, I think. Um, and I think they, they might have known each other, you know. But uh, I don't know. Hey, look, that that sounds like um, Spanish on Spanish beef. So that ain't got nothing to do with me. Nothing to do with me, man. Like, oh, the Spanish boys beefing. I don't got nothing to do with it, man. That's why we got to stop in the internet, man. Like, stop trying to get involved in everything, man. When people want to take sides and shit. You need to just watch the shit and shut the hell up, man. Like, what? it was no, it was no reason for everybody to get all. It was like a fucking, it was crazy, man. People were picking sides. It was like, oh, the good nature brother. You don't know that guy. He can talk to animals. He can't talk to you. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He got a special gift, you know, mm-hmm. be able to talk. I mean, be friendly with animals. I, I do believe that. But mm-hmm. you know, that doesn't mean he's a nice person. He could be a dickhead. And it's mm-hmm. obviously he was a dickhead that night. And he got his ass whooped. <laughs> and he still wanted some. I think it was probably high and shit like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. <laughs> they put his foot in his ass. <laughs> he got his ass. He got his ass whooped. I don't know. Like, if I talk shit, you better run, dog. <laughs> like, I'm not gonna talk shit and get stopped out. You're not gonna see it. You're not gonna see that happen. I promise you. Cause I don't talk shit. If I talk shit, oh, you better get lost. <laughs> Cause I don't talk. That's not something I do. So it had to be the alcohol talking. I'm gonna say it was the alcohol and the club and the adrenaline and the testosterone, and he think he brother nature, so he, you know what I mean. And uh, you know his brother's a tough dude, so I don't know, man. You know, um, stick with the animals, dog. Stay out the club. That's another thing. Like once you get to a certain point, you know how they say you gotta stay out the hood. Like why are you even in that nick nah club? You supposed to be at the zoo or something, man. Yeah, I would have said like meet me at the zoo, nigga. Me and my boys gonna take your ass. <laughs> Yo <laughs> 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 ass get jumped by some deer. <laughs> <laughs> How he gonna he, he gonna attack somebody in not in his neighborhood? You gotta go in the woods, brother nature. Yeah, you gotta go on your own ground. Um code switching. This has been um I think we we also got to talk about Miramar. Didn't didn't Miramar the shooting happen this week? Who's Miramar? You know the cops lit up that UPS driver, man. Didn't that happen Sunday? Oh yeah, I forgot about that. Them cops wore his ass out, man. And I was kind of mad that you know, once again, conservative Inc. was like, "Well, it's it's, it's the fault of the, the hijackers." I'm like, man, come on, man, like. Them cops was, was pure amateur hour, man. <laughs> it was like the Keystone cops. I'll be damned if I'm in the expressway and I see these cops using my car for cover and I got my children in the car and they're drawing heat to my car. Yeah. That was the nuttiest shit I ever seen in my life. The most cowardly shit I ever seen in my life. Yeah. All the- I had to do was run behind a goddamn truck. They can't shoot behind themselves. Like, what is right. wrong with them dumbasses? Yeah. Yeah, you could have ran. I, I would have ran had somebody running on us right behind the, the back of the truck. These guys can't see you, so then all you got to do is creep up and bang. And so, that's it. Yeah, they're gonna run right in front of the truck and just like oh, blah, blah, blah. they shooting people across the street. The third guy that got killed, 
He was across the street. Damn. Who 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 hit him? The police. The police shot an innocent bystander. Yes. Oh my god. The police shot that UPS driver and an innocent bystander. Oh my god. I you know uh, I thought the rules of engagement was you don't chase and you don't pursue, especially when you have a hostage situation uh, or somebody armed in the public like that. You know, put the dirty bird on him. You know what I mean? Put the bird on him. People don't know the bird is the chopper. Um, put the bird on him. Let the bird, you know, surveil, block the road down the line a little bit. You know what I mean? And, you know, the usual that you see in the movies. I guess the movies is wrong. <laughs> it's supposed to be rules of engagement to this. What I saw, which is, I, I, it looked like amateur hour. I don't know the details of it. I didn't see the full footage. I just saw, you know, a bunch of clips. But it definitely looked like amateur hour, yo. And it, it I was like, damn, y'all hiding behind the regular car. I would have hopped out my whip and got low. Like, pass me the Glock, nigga. <laughs> Shit, if you're going to use me, arm me. Yeah, give me a fucking gun. Yeah. Yo, that UPS driver, he just started being a truck, riding a truck. He just got on the trucks. And he grinded from, he was the loader. You know, it usually takes four or five years. He, he got from a loader to, he just got his truck. Look, I had that job, okay? Yeah. I, I I was a loader for UPS in my in my younger years. Let me tell you, that was the hardest job I have ever had. And that job is so hard that I remember this one dude. He had just got off load, and I was basically replacing him. And the nigga said to me like this: He said, "Look, just I, all I need you to do is stay for four weeks." That's what he told me. He's like, yo, just, just stay for four weeks. You can quit after that. At the time, I didn't know what he meant. Right. I'm like, why would you think I quit? Like, I, you know, I, I just started the job. You know how you first started the job? You just, you know, you a good employee. I was like, nah, dog, I'm, you know, I, I think I like this. You know what I mean? We, we gonna, you know, make some money. Like, I got over that first week. I was like, yo, I don't know if I can make it <laughs> four weeks. But you know, I understood why, and I and out of respect for dude, I, I ended up staying for a few months. You really can't even get fired from that job, right? I remember one night I was like, "Yo, I'm gonna be an hour late. I don't think I'm gonna come in." They were like, "No, nah, you can come in an hour late." <laughs> like what? <laughs> I just called you an hour before my shift, and it's okay, you know. Um, I remember when I quit, they called me back. It's like, "Yo, you can just come in tonight," because it's. It's a high turnover in that job. You could quit that job and start again the next week. For anybody looking for a job, you can always go to UPS. As long as you know you ain't got no criminal record or nothing like that, you ain't been thieving and shit like that, you can always go to UPS get a job. So I feel bad for him because knowing how these drivers, what they had to do, like that's a that's graduating, dog. Right. Grinding the day, that's like, like dudes work at UPS for years to be that driver. And you finally make it to the trucks, you get killed. Oh, that's a bad way to go out, dog. Damn. RP homeboy, huh? Yeah. Uh Lemley, uh, I saw 50 saw on IG say on IG that his whole Weinstein situation is money grab. Oprah does need to stop with the constant documentaries, though. Yeah. Chad, uh, remember John Wick had cops behind him behind kids. Remember that. <laughs> Yeah, I remember that in Philly. Yeah. Um, so uh code switching. Yeah. 
I don't, I don't really know anybody. Code. I, I, matter of fact, I do. My cousin code switch. Um, you know, he talks. He has a whole different voice when he gets in the office and shit like that. Like when he talked to when he told them white folks, he he put his <laughs> he put his voice on. But I don't really. I mean, besides him, I don't really know too many black folks that do that. You know, I don't think that's like, like, um, uh, uh, I don't think it's heavily done. Like people say it is. There are people that do that. But I don't think them. I don't even think like thirty percent do that. You think a lot of people do that? Code switch. I think they do. But let's define code switching. Because I'm like, like me using slang when I'm talking to you, and not using that slang in the office isn't code switching. I'm thinking. No, we change the way we talk in front of white people. Okay. It's kind of like when white people get around you and they want to start calling you brother. Hey, brother. It's like, who are you, Hulk Hogan again? <laughs> we all code switch, you know, most of us, I would say. I code switch, you know. It wasn't until I got a little bit of money in the bank that I stopped. <laughs> and, you know what I mean? I remember, I remember code switching to get jobs right. and then getting a little too comfortable and like talking how I talk or like revealing that I'm black, black. It's like, you're not even using like really slang. It's, it's kind of like saying, instead of saying ask, you say ax. Instead of saying 50 cents, you say 50 cent, right? Now I remember a, a few times where I've used the shorthand vernacular of the Ebonics world and white folks head popped up and looked at me <laughs> with that, that deer and headlights look. And uh, I was scared and I would be shortly fired thereafter because <laughs> they'd realized that Brian is really like Brian. You know what I mean? <laughs> like, and I and my mom, she said when she selected my name, she said she selected my, my name specifically. Cause I told her, I said, Mom, why you give me a black name? I want a black name. She's like, No, I gave you a white name because I didn't want you to get discriminated against. And I didn't realize how successful that was, right? Like I remember because my name is Brian Sharp. It don't get whiter than that. I remember applying for jobs, yo, and getting there. And they'd be like, Who are you? Oh, hey, I'm Brian Sharp. And they look at you like, okay, we'll be right back. Then coming back and being like, yeah, we filled that position. <laughs> oh, no doubt. I, I, I'll try again later. No doubt. Like, I, like my name gets me indoors because it's a dope name. And my white voice, I close mad deals with my white voice. But the thing is, I've got so much mastery over my skill set now that I can sell in any voice. So I don't have to code switch. Like motherfuckers just fuck with me because I know what I'm I know what I'm talking about. So like at a certain level, and other thing is it's different. Like now I'm talking to founders and bosses, right? Like I don't want to talk to who the marketing hiring director is, who owns the company. That's who I talk to. Right. Whereas before, when you're talking to like an HR person, is some lady getting sixty thousand dollars a year, she just want to go home to her family. She see your black ass pop up and you're not cold switching. She's like, ah, I'm going to slide your, your application to the bottom of the thing. You know, so 
I do know one thing though, you better code switch when that cop pull your ass over. <laughs> that shit work. That shit work. It worked. I remember being pulled over. I put my white voice on. And I remember the homie in the seat when we pulled off. He like, yo, your white voice really works. <laughs> <laughs> you say, I'm like, yo, look, that shit come in handy. You know what I mean? Like, it, it should come in handy sometimes. It sounds a little bit, sounds a little bit more polished. See, really to talk white, you have to take the bass out your voice. Uh, I think it's called uh, Sorry to Bother You. It's a great Netflix show. It's really crazy. It's really wacky like the movie Branded. But if you take the bass out in your voice and just make sure you pronounce every single syllable through and through, then you can really master having like a white voice. So when I talk to people, I try to use my white voice and I try not to make the shortcuts because then they get intimidated. It's really weird. So um, I, I bounce between the two. What I, I like to, I, it, I think before I was hiding my blackness. So when they found out I was black, they were taken back. But I figured if I just add a little white voice and at the end, add a little nigga on it, they know I'm black. Like, okay, all right, we just dealing with a smart nigga. <laughs> so, so they don't, you know what I mean? <laughs> so they don't get all crazy. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't know. I can't do. I can't switch. I can't switch it up. I, I I've been lucky. I've worked in tech and and pretty much uh, the same lo location. So you know. Um, but you got a white accent, Uncle. Hotel. I know. You know I mean, that's the thing. Like I grew up in Exton, Pennsylvania. I didn't really. I don't have. <laughs> like half people say I talk white anyway. <laughs> yeah, like you, you cheating. <laughs> you don't gotta see. You cheating and shit. <laughs> they hear you talk. They're like, "Oh, okay. We feel safe around him. <laughs> let's 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 invite him to the to the white cookout, right? That's why the motherfuckers like you. That's why white conservatives they be like, we like Uncle Hotep. We don't like Hotep Jesus. <laughs> Fuck Uncle Hotep. <laughs> <laughs> I swear, but I don't. This is just my regular way to talk. <laughs> and that's unfair. That's unfair to me. I'm gonna kidnap your ass. Because my mom, my mom is a, uh, she's very proper black woman. Yeah. I used to, like sometimes I'll be like, when I remember in school, I'm like, can you act black for a minute? <laughs> I had to try to call her out sometime, but that's just the person I realized she, she's just not a, a, a cooner. That's just the way she is, you know what I mean? That's yeah. Like certain black women are, she's really um, respectability type thing. You know what I mean? Don't don't embarrass you know, don't embarrass me in front of these white folks type thing. You know what I'm oh, saying? Yeah. I guess the way she was, I guess that uh, uh, the way she talked wore on me. I guess. More oh, than okay. my from the south, but you know, I so I, I guess I have the slang, but I could just turn the slang off, but you know, and just right. <laughs> yeah, my mom's, you know, she um she speaks very proper. She told me my son will always speak proper, you know. She <laughs> and for a while, like you know, I get around in cousins, they'd be like, Yeah, you talk white, you know, <laughs> and then I'd be in the you know, in the hood all summer at grandma's, and then my mother be like, Don't talk like that around me, you know. <laughs> 
using that nigga language. <laughs> and I should be like, mom, but we black though. <laughs> right? But she wanted me to have that, that foundation of proper English, which I think of for. But then like once I got 18 and I went to community college, I turned into a straight nigga. <laughs> you know? And then I had a record label and I was just hanging around rappers. And then then I started selling uh, you know, things I shouldn't have been selling. And, you know, it was all downhill from there. But I'm thankful for that because I feel I feel cultured and I can connect with my people. Um, but I never felt comfortable. I never felt comfortable around white people. You know what I mean? Like, th- this is the most comfortable I've ever been. The last two years is the most comfortable I've been around white people. Like, before that, like, white people literally scared me, dog. They make me nervous. That's <laughs> it. Like... I see a white person, I'd be like, oh boy. <laughs> I wonder what's gonna happen. <laughs> it's either like, you know what I hate is when they feel like they have to be nice to you. Right. And it's just like, yo, just relax, yo, just relax. I don't know. It's it's been a very interesting experience for me, but I don't know. I was just never I was never comfortable around white people. I always wanted to be around black people. I used to always ask my parents. How come we don't help our cousins? And they used to be like, fuck them niggas. <laughs> <laughs> they don't want to get their life right. And they right. Like, you know, a lot of them don't want to get their life right. They are absolutely right about that. You know, niggas just want to be in the street. But I always wanted to be like the one like, but we got to help them. You know what I mean? And I always wanted to be like closer to the black family side of things. And um, connect with them. But I don't know. It's... it's uh, this cold switching thing is 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 deep. It's really deep. I could do a whole podcast just on the topic. <laughs> yeah, that's it, man. Uh, you got anything else? Uh, no, nah, that's it, man. Um, Hotepcon, uh, Patreon slash Hotep Nation. Reserve your tickets for Hotepcon. We're putting together a really wonderful experience for you. We're gonna have a lot of fun. Um, we want to make an experience. We don't want to make it something boring where you're sitting down in the chair, listening to us speak for hours. We don't want to do something like that. We're going to do something fun, interactive, um, give you some good food, some good time. Um, but yeah, all the details are dropped on patreon.com slash hotel nation. So I got, man. That's all I got, man. All right. See you next week. Peace. New episodes every Thursday night. Hotel's been told you.